Hello everyone. For our first step in annotations, we're going to be working on page one, and I'm going to ask that you have two different colors. That can be two highlighters, two colored pens. It can even be something as simple as a blue pen and a black pen if possible. If you don't have two colors, that is fine. Just make sure that you use some really strong labeling so that you can tell um, the two different areas apart. All right, so with your two different colors, we're going to be focusing on setting and how the details of the setting create a specific mood. Well, on page one, we actually have two different settings. We have the inside of the house, and we also have the outside of the house. So for one color, I would like you to highlight evidence of what it's like inside the home. Then come out to your margins and give me some strong mood words to describe the atmosphere of the home based on those details. Then choose your second color and do the same sort of thing, but this time I want you to highlight evidence of what it's like outside the home and then come out to the side and give me some strong mood words to describe the mood or atmosphere of the outside of the home. Alright, for annotation step two, I'd like you to turn over to page two, and this time we're going to be using two different colors as well. I'd like you to choose one color for the family and one color for the stranger. And with those colors, we're going to be focusing on characterization or tone. And for your first color, I'd like you to highlight any sort of evidence that helps characterize the family. And as you're highlighting, remember to take some notes in the margins or above the, your highlighter marks. Um, specifically, use some strong character traits to describe the family. And then with your other color, I'd like you to highlight evidence of what the stranger is like, what his character is like. And as you do that, don't forget to take notes in the margins or above your highlighted parts as well. All right, for our third annotation, I would like you to go to the very last paragraph on page two. And for this paragraph, I don't care what color you use, but I would like you to use your color and your pencil or pen to make some notes and highlight some things as far as figurative language goes. Hawthorne, when he wrote this paragraph, he used a specific type of figurative language. And remember that for figurative language, that can include similes, metaphors, personification, hint, 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 <laughs> and I would like for you to not only highlight evidence of that, but with your notes in, that you write in the margins, I want you to think about why. Why would Hawthorne use this particular type of figurative language for this particular part? For step four, I want you to turn to page three. And if you used a specific color on page two for the guest or the stranger, same, same thing, I would like for you to continue using that color for him. If you're not color coding, then use whatever you have. But we're particularly looking at the characterization and tone of the guest or the stranger. So anything that you see on page three, anything that the, that the guest says, anything he does, anything that the narrator tells us directly about him, 
highlight any evidence of characterization and don't forget to make some notes above the places that you underlined or highlighted of what exactly is this saying about his character. Can you make some inferences about him and don't forget to use your character chart sheet. For our next annotation, I would like you to turn over to page four. On page four, we're going to pay attention to the characterization and tone of two people, the old man, or the man of the house, <laughs> and the stranger. I would like for you, if you color coded on page two, I would like you to use the same color you used for the family for the old man here. And, and then I'd like you to also use the same color that you've been using for the stranger for him on this page as well. All right, so here's what I want you to do. Highlight any evidence of the older man, the, the man of the house, his character, and even his tone when he says some things. Don't forget to use your characterization and tone words chart that I've given you. And then I'd also like you to use your other color to highlight anything that the guest says or any sort of evidence of his character here. I keep calling him the guest, but he's also the stranger, same person. I would like you to specifically pay attention to their different philosophies on life. As they start talking about their legacies and life, we can see two very different people emerging from the story here. So pay particular attention to their different philosophies when you're highlighting and taking notes. For step six of our annotation, let's turn over to page five. And I would want you to pay specific attention to paragraph 32 only. Paragraph 32 here. And I would like for you to use the same color coding that you used on page one for the two different settings, inside and outside the house. And I would like you to do the same exact thing that you did on page one for the two different settings here again on page five, paragraph 32. So use one of your colors to highlight evidence of what the inside the house is like, and then also write to the side what sort of mood is created from that setting, and then switch to your other color and do the same sort of process, highlight evidence of what the exterior or the outside setting is like, and also take some notes of how you would describe that mood. For step seven, if you would turn over to page six, and I want you to pay particular attention to paragraphs 42 and 43, just those two paragraphs for now. And I specifically want you to look for instances of irony. Remember, irony is when something happens that you would not expect to happen based on what you have read. It's just very unexpected. So in both paragraphs, and don't forget to look in both paragraphs, 42 and 43, I want you to highlight any instances of irony and make sure that you explain in your annotations why that is ironic or how that is ironic. For step eight, I want you to continue on page six, but this time I want you to pay attention to the very last paragraph. And I would like you to look for irony first. If you see anything in there that is ironic, unexpected, 
I would like you to highlight that, label it ironic, and then with your pencil or pen, make some notes and, and discuss what's ironic here and why it's ironic or how it's ironic. And then when you're done with that, the very last thing I would like you to look at in this paragraph is the theme. Now that you have read this, can you, can you highlight any evidence where the message of the story might be shining through? And please actually write me a theme statement, like actually write the word theme beside this paragraph and in a sentence tell me what do you think the message is? What is the theme that Hawthorne was trying to tell us? And you can list the multiple ones if you have more than one answer. Now that we have finished annotating the story, there is one more thing I'd like you to do. Um, it's sort of like a little scavenger hunt, but if you could go back through the story, skim it, find evidence where Hawthorne was foreshadowing, sort of giving us hints of, of what was to come all along. At the time, we might not have picked up on it because we did not exactly know that this was not going to end very well for the entire family and the stranger. But now that we know the ending, let's go back and just sort of hunt some areas. Some, and, and they're very subtle sometimes because, of course, the author doesn't want to give it away. But any sort of subtle foreshadowing hints that, you know, perhaps there wasn't going to be a very good ending for this family. See if you can find any of those.